Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Today's show, Mind Detox, with my guest Sandy Newbigging. Um, and we'll get to him in just a moment. But of course, first we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. So let's get started. I know I forgoed my quotes last week. My apologies. I know how much you guys love them. Um, so let's just get started with the universe. Options multiply when insistence lessens. Be fruitful, the universe. Uh, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. A uh, very short quote this week, but one that actually uh, has a lot going for it. Options multiply when insistence lessens. What does that mean? That means that when we stop insisting on things happening a certain way, being a certain way, happening at a certain time, insisting that it happens with certain people, insisting on all these little details that don't really make that much difference. When we release our insistence on things happening that way, then things are more open for the universe to be able to bring stuff to us in, in many different ways, and then our options truly multiply. And I, I often talk about this uh, when I talk about the law of attraction, which we get to next, but when we're so stuck on things happening a certain way, it really throws up resistance to that thing actually happening. And so when we sort of release our egoic ideas that things need to be a certain way and happen a certain way, then the universe can bring it to our intentions to us in the most amazing, the most plentiful, uh, the, the most uh, uh, outrageous ways that sometimes our own imagination can't even comprehend in the beginning. So when we release these ideas that, you know, you know, we, we have to uh, find abundance in this particular fashion or find a relationship in this particular fashion or find, you know, anything in a particular way, when we release that insistence and we say, universe, look, this is what I want. Just bring it to me however you see fit. Then the universe can bring it to you multiple different ways. And then it's really our job just to be open and to really uh, uh, be aware and be conscious of how this thing may come to us, whatever it is that we're desiring. So a very short quote from the universe, but a very powerful one. So let's take that with us throughout our week and see how we can drop our insistences. Okay, let's see what Abraham has in store for us this week. Oh, and this is like getting back to fundamentals. Law of attraction says that which is like unto itself is drawn. Vibrations are always matched. So as you experience the contrast which inspires the new desire, this new desire, whether it is a strong one or a soft one, is summoning unto itself proportionately. And, and as it summons, it is always answered. It is the basis of our universe. When it is asked, it is always given. Humans think they are asking with their words or even with their actions. And sometimes you are. But the universe is not responding to your words or your action. The universe is responding to your vibrational calling, Abraham. And I'm going to add one more thing to it. And sometimes we think we're, we're, uh, we're asking with our thoughts, our words, our actions, our thoughts, but actually it's with the energy that we're embodying that we are asking the universe to bring us something. And, and, and this really, this basic quote, that which is like unto itself is drawn, is the basis of the whole concept of the law of attraction. And what does that mean? I mean, what does that mean for us in our day-to-day -day life? Well, have you ever noticed how uh, uh, somebody who is truly joyful and happy and energetic seems to always have more things to be joyful and happy and energetic about. 
or the person who is sad and depressed and is always complaining somehow always finds more things to complain about? That's what we're talking about. It's when we are truly embodying a particular energy, a particular vibration. And, and sometimes we're embodying it and we're not even aware of it. It's not that conscious a choice. And this is what, why I, I talk about this stuff at the beginning of every show is because I want you guys to be more conscious about not just what you're saying, not just what you're thinking, not just what you're doing, but how you are being. What are you embodying? Because the more we embody those feelings, those energies, those ways of being that we want to draw to ourselves more and more, that's how it will come to us. And look, does do our thoughts contribute? Absolutely. Do our words contribute? Absolutely. Do our actions contribute? Totally. But those are secondary. It's our energy that we carry with us throughout the day that is what brings to us more stuff. And the funny thing is, and, and one of the reasons why when, when I'm coaching my clients and I tr try and help them to be more conscious of their words and what they're saying is, I hear it so often that people say, you know, before I knew what law of attraction was, I was able to manifest stuff like crazy. And then once I knew what it was, Somehow, I, I, I wasn't able to manifest as, as much. And the reason why is, and this is very important to understand, is that then we get self-conscious about it. Like before we knew what we were doing, we just naturally did it. And then when we found out this is like a universal principle, this is a law, this is something that we could actually do something with, you know, then uh, it really uh, uh, became sort of, we got a, a, a self-conscious and we got, oh my God, what if I attract the wrong thing? And, and you know, what if I, I, I do the wrong thing or whatever? And we, we start with all this self-criticism and doubt and judgment. And that does not serve us. And that totally takes us out of the energy of the very thing we're trying to attract. I, I remember I, um, I had one client who was a relatively young woman and, and I remember her saying, you know, before I ever heard of the law of attraction, I, you know, I'm from upstate New York. I, I came to college down here in the city. I said, you know what? I really want my own apartment and it needs to be in this price range, uh, you know, in a neighborhood I like. And I, I, I found it within two months. And then I wanted this and I got it right away. And then this. And, she's, and she was telling me like all these things she manifested in her life without even knowing what she was doing because it was just sort of natural to her. And then she learned about law of attraction. She goes, since I've learned about law of attraction, I haven't been able to manifest any of the things that I've wanted. And I worked with her to kind of show her how once she learned about it, then she got a little judgmental. Then she got a little bit nervous or concerned. And, and then the resistances crept in and then her energy changed around manifesting the things that she wanted. And so uh, this is just something for everybody to to keep in mind and let's let's take it throughout the day with us. Let's just stop worrying about manifesting the things. Let's stop judging whether it'll happen or not and making it like, oh, I must be doing something wrong if I don't manifest this thing. Because before we knew what this was, we never even had that thought. We just had a desire and we waited for it to happen and it was there. We had a desire. We felt what it would be like for that desire to manifest and boom, it was there. So that's what I would love for you all to do over this next week. And let me know how it goes. You can, you know, chime in on today's show, chime in on, on next week's show. And just let me know uh, how it goes embodying the energy uh, of attracting that which you want. All right. Woof. Okay, so before I bring on my guests, let me just give a few shout outs. Got lots of people on the Facebook Live today. We have Patty, Victoria, Paula, Raphael, uh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, my brother from down in uh, Peru. Great to see you on. Paige, 
Um, wonderful to see you guys here. And if uh, sorry if I'm uh, sounding a little disjointed there for a second, but it's uh, for some reason the computer doesn't show me people until I put a comment in. So I had to put a comment in. So now it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show meditation teacher, monk, mentor, speaker, multi best-selling author, Sandy Newbigging. Sandy is the creator of the Mind Detox and Mind Calm Methods, a meditation teacher and author of several books. Sandy is a Mind Detox expert and creator of Calmology. We'll be asking him all about that. With a unique ability quickly get the to get <laughs> Excuse me. With the unique ability to quickly get to the real root cause of people's issues and share complex mind, body, and soul concepts in ways that make sense, Sandy has personally overcome an eating disorder, bullying, I'm going to ask him about that, definitely, insomnia, heartbreak, and struggle to be a success with dyslexia. During his path back to peace, he's detoxed his mind, meditated for thousands of hours, and even become a monk. And we know monks here are very much uh, deep in our hearts here at Talking Alternative. Sandy is a living example that peace is possible for anyone who is willing to, quote, master their mind, unquote. And he's on a mission to prove that inner stillness and engaging present moment awareness is the secret to life's success. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Sandy. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thanks very much for asking, Sam. And what a beautiful introduction to your show you've just done. Oh, thank you so much, Sandy. I appreciate that. Um, you're hailing from across the pond, I understand. Yes, I uh, currently reside in Spain, so I'm calling from ah. uh, what we call a meditation mountain over in Spain, uh, oh. beside a meditation center. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, my God, it must be gorgeous there. I was in Spain once uh, a number of years ago near Barcelona and outside of Barcelona. Um, the countryside is so beautiful in Spain. It's beautiful. However, we had a huge storm yesterday, so everything's just kind of the calm after the storm. It's beautiful ah. to see, actually. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, so I have to ask you, because um, you probably don't know, but the founder of this network, Giorgio Repetti, became a Theravadan Buddhist monk, which is how I ended up with the station, uh, because he was getting rid of all his worldly possessions. So I'm just curious, uh, what uh, kind of monk did you become? Uh, I'm a monk that's uh, referred to as an Ashaya monk. Um, oh. The Ashayas basically um, are sharing uh, how to experience higher states of consciousness mm. and experience oneness with the source of life. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm always curious, and I, uh, we, we just have a minute before we go to break, so I just want to get started on a little bit of your background and how um, you kind of got on your path of, of, of meditation and, and, and sort of your spiritual path. Is this something that you had always been interested in since you were a kid, or is this something that happened later in life? Was there a particular incident that sort of uh, um, put your feet on this path? Well, you know, I'd always felt it was, it was something important to do in this lifetime. I, I felt that mm. I need to make sure this lifetime mattered. And uh, I knew that I couldn't just do the nine to five um, and kind of, you know, get a mortgage, a wife yeah. <laughs> uh, or whatever, and then uh, die after a couple of days, a couple of years retirement. So it yeah. felt like there was something big to do. Um, and I had had uh, difficulties with, like you said, during the introduction of bullying and anxiety and mm. uh, learning disorders and uh, lots of things like that that really motivated me to find peace on the inside and mm. find the answers to some of life's big questions like, who am I and what's the point of all this thing mm. called life? Yeah. And so um, I, I was helping people uh, from a therapeutic perspective, but I go into meditation because I'd actually use things like the law of attraction, things like, um, you know, visualization and the feelingization and the secret and all that sort of stuff to create the external life that I wanted. But I still felt there was more. Wow. I felt I was still experiencing stress despite, you know, being on TV in 30 countries, having best wow. books out, being with the girl in my dreams and the house in my dreams, driving the car in my dreams, uh, all that sort of stuff. Hmm. But there was still an inner itch that there must be more to life than this. And that was when I came across meditation and, and really dove into the inner journey. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, I want you to hold it there. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions about that when we get back. And then we'll talk about how you kind of came up with this whole idea of the mind detox and comology and all that good stuff. Okay? Okay. 
Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. And just another quick shout out because there's some special people on the Facebook Live that I really want to mention. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Roberta Shaler, oh, fellow EBC member, thank you. Kendra, uh, dear Angel, thank you. Selena, former Matreya, former guest on my show. Patty, my loyal listener. Ed and uh, Kevin Michael Barbaro, former uh, host uh, who used to do Coffee uh, Talk 2.0 on the network uh, a few years ago. And uh, I hope you're doing well, Kevin. It's uh, nice to see you listening. All right. So, Sandy. By the way, Sandy, did I pronounce your last name right? I think so, yeah, New Bigging. New Bigging, okay, good. Um, you did a great job. Most people say New Beginning, so uh, ah. you did a great job pronouncing it correctly. Yes, I, I was paying attention to that. There's no N in there, so it was New Bigging. Okay, um, so I understand that you accidentally created this mind detox method. So why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of, you know, how you went from from just on your own meditation path to coming up with this uh, uh, methodology that you found helped in ways that, that other things didn't necessarily help you with? Well, I was invited to work as a therapist on a health detox retreat in, in Spain, incidentally. Oh, okay. And I turned up looking to impress and make an impact at my first retreat that I'd been invited to do. And the first person walked in and said they had a, a health condition. I think it was uh, psoriasis. Uh-huh. At which point I, I didn't actually even know what that was back then. And I <laughs> uh, kind of uh, worried, worried the client by asking what it was. And they said, oh, it was excessive skin on their body and stuff. Now, at that point, I'd just been working on the mental and emotional things. But I had been learning a bit about the mind-body connection. So right. I asked the first client, you know, well, the mind and body are connected. Shall we see if there might be a mind-based cause to this? To which point they agreed. And I remember looking down at my blank page up at their expectant eyes. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, uh, a question came out of my mouth where uh, we a- I asked if there might be a mind, be- you know, a re- what, what event might have caused uh, this health condition. Mm. To both of our surprise, she had an answer. Uh, mm-hmm. We could quickly establish that what she had gone through in the past, you could see how the body was adapting by creating the psoriasis. We, we spent the rest of the session helping her resolve the past event, and, and she left. Next person walked in. They also had a health condition, and I said, the mind and body are connected. Shall we see if there might be a mind-based cause? Uh, 
they agreed. We, I did the same questions, and again, we found an unresolved event. We could see the correlation between what happened in their past and what their body was doing today. We spent the rest of the session resolving it, and they left. And that happened multiple times on that health detox retreat. And so, wow. because I was the mind guy on a detox retreat, Mind Detox was born. And that was about 15 years ago now. And wow. since then, it's been shown... Uh, on television in 30 countries. I've trained practitioners in the method from over 20 countries. And we've really had hundreds upon hundreds of amazing uh, results with people uh, to heal the whole host of, of mm. health conditions, emotional issues, and external life issues as well, um, helping to discover and resolve the root cause of what's going on. Oh, beautiful. Uh, you know, this is a concept that I've been... Um uh, exposed to many times in recent years. Uh, are you familiar with the work of Dr. Gabor Mate? Yes. So, so, and and it's sort of the uh, he talks about it, and a number of other people now are starting to talk about the fact that you know, in the West, we have this tendency to sort of separate different aspects of our lives, our health from our mind, from our emotional state. And and it seems like what people are finding, like the, uh, Gabor Mate, that it's all interrelated and that there there is no separation between our physical health and our emotional health and our mental health and our spiritual health, that, that one affects all the others. Is, is that what you're finding as well? Absolutely, Sam. I think you summarized it perfectly in the introduction you did when you said that um, you, you talked about the egoic self. I think mm. you mentioned that uh, yes. phrase. The, the egoic self really loves to create separation. It, mm. it loves to conceptualize and divide and uh, try to conquer in a way. <laughs> and one of the ways that the ego kind of tries to make sense of reality is to divide us into a mind a body, a soul, you know, and, and it tries to like divide things up in a way to try to understand really. And right. the reality beyond ego is actually we are we are one uh, unity. We are one unified consciousness that some of our consciousness is in the form of thought. Some of our consciousness is in the form of emotion. Some of the consciousness is, is in the physical matter in the form of the body, for example. And even some of the consciousness, it, it shows up in external life circumstances or what appears to be external life circumstances, but ultimately everything is existing within this supreme unified consciousness. And so at the root and truth of, of life is oneness, and that makes sense, therefore, right. <laughs> that health conditions can have a mental and emotional or life circumstantial root cause. And so I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Uh, it can be, though, a little tricky to find that root cause because we might think something is caused, has one root cause, but it actually can be something different or it could be several things, right? Yes, and that's what, why I've got the mind detox method for you. Ah. <laughs> it's a, it's a five-step process. Um, the first step helps you to um, get the root cause age when the event potentially happens. The second step uh -huh. helps you to clarify what the root cause event was that might be causing the, the current present day issue. And the rest of the method helps you to uh, further diagnose the, the root cause and resolve it. Mm -hmm. But in short, you're absolutely right. The, the trick is to ask the right questions because if you write, ask the right uh -huh. questions, you get the right answers. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, So completely. it's all about um, asking the right questions and trusting your first answer to that question, because we have an incredible inner intelligence that is constantly trying to give us the answers, but we're often not listening, or yeah. we're, we're assuming it might be more complicated than that, or, or, or whatever. There's many reasons why we don't quite understand. But that's why the, the method is so helpful, because it actually gives you a methodical five-step process to actually go from not knowing what the cause might be to getting really clear on what it most likely is, and then resolving it, and then seeing what happens in the body. Uh, or the emotions or the life circumstances, how they change, how they evolve. And so is, it, is there one right question to start off, or does it depend really on the circumstance and what the, is going on at the time? Well, there, the method itself has six questions. Uh -huh. um, but what I would say, is, this isn't actually one of the mindless questions, but I want to kind of emphasize the importance of intention when asking the question, any uh -huh. question similar to what you were talking about earlier. You know, someone can stand there and go, why is this happening to me? 
And they're going to get a very different answer if they're genuinely curious and go, why is this happening to me? You know, uh, yes, <laughs> why is yes. my, my body adapting in this way? What would, why would my body be adapting to create this psoriasis or this eczema or these migraines or this stomach, uh, I, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or whatever it might be? We need to start exploring with an open mind, you know, there's, there's many questions you can ask. Obviously, there's many. There's actually the, the method itself. But mm-hmm. in the book, I share additional questions, some simple questions uh, like, if this physical condition was an emotion, what emotion would it be? Uh, if this condition was trying to send me a symbolic message, what might it be trying to tell me? Um, simple questions like that can actually start to open you up to recognize the symbolic nature of the mind-body connection and be well on your way to finding its resolution. Mm-hmm. So now this method is is good for not just uh, sort of physical issues, but emotional issues as well. And I want to ask you, uh, just because of my own personal experience with bullying, and I had a, an incident recently um, that kind of brought up the the memory of of childhood bullying. How did this method help you to deal with bullying in your life? It's a great question. I actually have an article about this on my website in the stress list section, just so you know, because I'm looking at it right now. Ah, okay. I heard you mention it before. Right. You know, it's amazing that about 40% of young people have said that they've been bullied in the last 12 months. Wow. And that's a huge percentage. Um, and I'd say it's probably even higher than that because not everyone's willing to admit it. I think bullying right. is, a, is a big deal. Um, and a lot of kids find it very tough. But you say it yourself, it can even happen way, way into adulthood. Yes. Uh, personally, um, the bullying completely led me to self, almost self-sabotage my own success later in life. Yes, um, I was very unconsciously avoidant of publicity, getting out there, marketing, oh, okay. being seen, um, and all that sort of stuff. And when I did some mind detox on 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 the cause of that apparent, you know, self-sabotaging my own success, I was fascinated to uncover early lifetime uh, bullying. Now, let me just share a quick uh, story from that. I remembered during the Mind Detox that I was in school uh, one morning. I must have been around, I don't know, 13 years old or something. Hmm. And one of the cool kids announced to everyone that I was gay. Uh. Now, within a day or two, uh, that rumor had spread like wildfire throughout the whole population of the entire school. And from that moment on, Everyone was bullying me. Now, I was ostracized, I was outcast, and it led to a huge amount of loneliness and hurt. And it was even more concerning because I actually wasn't gay. (laughs) But that wasn't the point. Yeah. Um, The point was it had been said with the intention of hurting me, bullying me, and ultimately ostracizing me. Now, what what's that got to do with later in life and and how that bullying impacted me later in life? Well, one person that day had said something apparently a negative about me, so to speak. And then I, it led to a huge amount of, of hurt, bullying, and ostracizing. And so later in life, no wonder I'm avoiding any marketing or, yeah, or uh, yeah. publicity because I was avoiding still that one person saying something horrible about me and then mm-hmm. that rumor being spread. And so... So, uh, Sandy, detail. Sandy, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to hold it right there because we just have to take a break. And so rather than give everybody the answer right away, why don't you hold it? And when we come back, I want you to tell us how uh, your mind detox uh, method helped you to overcome those feelings of not wanting to be seen. OK, OK, because I really want to know this myself. <laughs> So everybody, please stay tuned. Uh, You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Sandy Newbigging, and uh, we will be right back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking 
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Sandy Newbigging, uh, author of the book Mind Detox. Um, so, Sandy, before we went to break, you were talking. We were talking all about sort of your your experience being bullied as a child and how it led to you uh, seeking not to be in the limelight, seeking to to not really go out there and and really promote yourself. So, how did Mind Detox help you to overcome? Um, this inner feeling of wanting to hide? Uh, great question. Well, like you say, before the break, uh, we discovered what we'd call in the mind detox world as the root cause event, which was that moment right. in school when I was you know, first bullied and what happened as a result. Um, we then, with mind detox, go on to explore why it was a problem for me. So, you know, ah. we, we can all have different events happen, but the trick with my detox is to go and explore the root cause reason. Because you can't change what happened necessarily, but you can heal your relationship with what happened right. by exploring the, the individual unique uh, perspective and experience of it. So exploring the root cause reason, I discovered that I'd really felt hurt, isolated, and rejected. Okay? okay. And then we immediately move on, once we've got that clarity, we move on to explore uh, alternative ways of perceiving that event, um, updating the memory, so to speak. Um, and so the simple question, which I love, is, you know, what can I know now? If I had known it then, in school that day, I'd never have felt, for example, hurt, isolated, and rejected in the first place. And so the answer I came up with, I remember, being, were, were things like, you know, I'm not gay, but if I was, it would actually be okay. Um, I survived the event. Um, life moved on and I found great loving friends and honestly they were kids they were doing their best to fit in and they were probably scared of being in my <laughs> shoes and being bullied themselves right. and when I started to see from an adult's perspective you know what the young younger me didn't know then I then my jokes as a, a process once you got these learnings to install it into the body mind and amazingly when I think back on the root cause reason that sentence of feeling hurt isolated and rejected it feels emotionally neutral. When I think back on the memory in the past that used to feel so emotionally charged, it feels emotionally neutral. Mm. And then if I forward, uh, you know, uh, project in a way and consider if something similar happened in the future, how would I respond? I see that I wouldn't be so bothered at all. Mm. And so that tells us that there's been sort of shift at the unconscious level. Um, I no longer have the same belief running that I did before because I no longer believe it's justified to feel what I was feeling. And so... Basically, it's a very simple process that takes you through. Uh, if you have any issue and you don't know why it's happening, you get the root cause event age, uh, the event, um, the root cause reason, the learnings, you install them, and then you test the work. And uh, it's, it's incredibly intuitive, uh, organic, natural, 
and a lot of the practitioners that you know learn it either from themselves or for others say that they can't imagine working any other way because it's just mm. such a natural way to explore the root cause. I see, I see. And, uh, you know, one thing, my, my wife is a therapist and, and she used to do a lot of uh, talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy. But, you know, over the years, it, it's be, seems to have become less and less effective. And now she does things like EMDR and somatic experiencing that are much more body centered forms of therapy. Um, mm-hmm. How do you find like this methodology? Because it sounds very mind oriented in a way. Um, how does this actually like... Uh, when you say like gets installed, like how does this actually work with the nervous system so that in the person's body and their nervous system, they feel differently different after using the modality? Well, it's a very good point. And when I'm you know teaching people in the book or or through the book or teaching practitioners, I make sure that you know I emphasize that to never let it become a a mind you know heady exercise mm. uh, because it needs to be uh, embodied that this a word that I know that you love you said it multiple yes. times at the beginning of this conversation <laughs> very good and Paying so it, it really is embody it is uh-huh. to really embody the learnings and how do you do that well whenever someone is actually going through the process they are usually they usually do experience some sort of energy or emotion mm-hmm. and for me when that energy and emotion is activated that's when you want to install uh, the positive, loving, and liberating learnings uh, at that moment in time. And so I think it's important uh, to a certain extent that the neurology is activated when you're making this change so that it is not, uh, like you say, uh, a kind of a heady, mindy, superficial type exercise. Right, right. Um, Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I really appreciate it. I want to ask you about your, your success with dyslexia, but, but before we get there, I want to ask you about comology. What is comology? Well, comology is a combination of four primary uh, transformational techniques. You've okay. got the mind calm and body calm meditation mm-hmm. techniques, okay. and you've got the mind detox and the calm cure uh, kind of uh, transformational techniques. And together, they're known as comology. They're basically the four primary techniques that I've created over the last 15 years okay. uh, that people from around the world uh, like to use and practice and use with other people. Uh, it's a real self system of, of self-awakening mm-hmm. and self-discovery mm-hmm. and self-healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at the heart of comology is calm. At the heart of calm is consciousness. Awareness Life Meditation, C-A-L-M. Ah. And so at the heart of comology really is, is the direct living experience of the unbounded uh, consciousness within, which is always calm, well, and free, even if our mind happens to be busy or emotions happen to be doing something or our body is going through a difficult time or external life circumstances. The philosophy at the heart of, of comology is that there's an aspect of you that is untouched by these temporary transient things. And if you are having a, a problem in your life, ultimately it's boiling down to the fact that you're having an identity crisis of some sort. You believe that you're someone or something that you're not, and you're identifying in these temporary aspects of yourself, like your thoughts, like your emotions, like your body, and like your life circumstances. It's about rediscovering the inner presence of peace, the inner presence of presence, to, to really learn how to master the mind and to live every day fully alive from the present moment now most people aren't actually doing that they're they're mostly caught up in their mind thinking about life which is making them one step removed from their their life and one step removed from reality and one step removed from their real self this permanent underlying nature Mm. so comology is ultimately helping people to return to to the realness and the aliveness of of reality and their real self right right um, okay, so let me ask you a question. Like, I, I'm in New York City. We live in a big city. Let's just say, you know, one of my listeners is on the subway and they're, they're, they're being crowded and pushed and they're, they're feeling anxious or angry. Uh, how do they calm down? What, what would be something like in the immediate moment, very quick, that they could do to bring them back to the presence and, and bring that stillness back to their inner, inner side of themselves? Beautiful, beautiful question. Uh, well, first of all, you've got to remember that it's not the thing 
that's the problem, but the thought's about the thing that's making it a problem. Uh, so it's a little phrase that I like. It's not uh, the thing, okay. it's the thought's about the thing. Right. So it's not the fact that, that it's not the, the busy subway that's causing yeah. the stress or discomfort. It's what they're doing inside themselves. They are, mm. they are having thoughts about the subway, about what they don't like. They're usually judgmental thoughts. There's usually some resistance going on there. Mm. There's usually some right. attachment to being somewhere else. Um, right. and all the rest of it. And ultimately, they're in their head feeling their thinking instead of in themselves directly experience the, the calm consciousness within. And so, oh, there's many, so many games you can play. Um, but what I would tend to get people to play with is, is, as a simple thing is to just notice the space that you're currently occupying. Okay. Um, it's a beautiful little simple exercise you can do. Um, although it might be busy and cramped in there, there is some space that you're occupying. And if you take mm-hmm. your attention to that space, your, your attention, you, you feel what you focus on. So as you start to feel and notice the space that you're occupying, um, you're actually going to start feeling more spacious within as opposed to crowded or under pressure or, or, what, or stressed or whatever. But the main thing you want to be doing is recognizing it's not the thing, but the thoughts about the thing. And if you can let go of the thoughts naturally, <clears throat> you're going to experience much more calm because you're not going to be feeling your thinking. You're going to be resting back into the consciousness within. So there's many, many techniques. Another technique I'd love to share just while we've got a second is, yes. is what I call the quick reality check. Uh-huh. That's where you can start just to notice, uh, use your five senses. It's quite simple mindfulness, but it's a slightly different way of doing mindfulness. Okay. So as you're just hanging out in the, in the subway, for example, right. as you're looking ahead, you just notice something in your field of vision that's been, that you previously weren't aware of. So something uh-huh. in your field of vision that you can see that you weren't previously aware of seeing, or something that you can currently hear that you previously weren't aware of, of hearing. It was happening in your environment, but you weren't actually attentive to it. Or something you're physically touching that you previously weren't aware of physically touching. It might be the, the pressure of your toe within your shoe or, or your, back, your bag on your shoulder or something. But all of these simple little exercises bring you back to being more present and aware. And when you become present and aware, you start to experience what the present own awareness is like, which is calm, conscious clear as opposed to all the business and ups and downs and judgments and resistances of the mind Mm, gotcha gotcha i see so that's that's great advice and i really appreciate that um i want to ask you about uh resist persist and safe Mm -hmm. space um, but we have to take a break first um and i just wanted to ask you what's your website just in case people want to take a quick look at it after the show and i'll ask you again at the very end but i just wanted to get it from you now uh you can go to my my website at my name sandynewbeing.com or if it's easier just go to calmco.me that's calmco.me calmcool.me all right calmco.me yeah Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to take, and this is actually our last break of the show before we end the show. So we're going to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about resist, persist, safe space, and the freedom formula. uh, And with Sandy Newbigging, and we will be right back after these messages. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. you a conscious co-creator are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness i'm sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant and on my show the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we will touch upon all these topics and more listen live at our new time on thursdays at 12 noon eastern time that's the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity thursdays 12 noon on talkradio.nyc TalkingAlternative.com 
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc. And you can always find me on Facebook Live. Um, so, Sandy, um, what is, and, and we were kind of talking about a little bit, what is this idea of resist, persist, and the safe space? Well, there are two different uh, chapters uh, from the book, so I'll take them one by one. Essentially, okay. uh, the resist persist is, is to help people recognize that, that although we think we are that stress might be the cause of our problems, because it's often very you'll often say, "Oh, I'm, this, the, you know, the cause of this is stress." So you'll often hear, mm-hmm. uh, "I don't believe that's the case," because stress is a symptom too. Stress is caused by something other than itself. And one of the things that came to me when I was doing this work was that all my clients were ultimately resisting some, something in their life. Uh, it might be something that's happened in their past or something might, that might happen in the future or something that's happening in their day-to-day life. But it's that inner reactive resistance that's actually creating that inner um, stress, that often the negative emotions, often pain and often suffering as well. And so it's important for people to actually recognize that, you know, if I can actually get to a place where I'm not resisting uh, life, like you said in the introduction, uh, again, um, if you can get to a place where you're not, you know, resisting reality, um, you're actually going to naturally experience much more peace. Even if reality doesn't change initially, you're going to be experiencing much more peace, happiness and love because the lack of happiness is a result of resisting what is. And if you can get more, be willing to experience life as it's showing up, naturally, um, you're going to be experiencing more, more peace. And so, um, long story short, I just want people to know about the, 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 this idea of resistance, because if they, let's say, they have an unresolved event in the past that they want to do mind detox on, they need to see that the negative emotion is happening today because they are still resisting what happened in the past. And so um. we need to use the mind detox method, for example, to stop uh, resisting. Now, you might say, well, just let it go and stop resisting. But we're resisting because at some level we believe it's justified to resist. Right. And so Mindyox helps to resolve the underlying belief system and attitudes that are justifying this undercurrent of resistance. And in doing so, helps the body to reduce stress, helps the body to remain in a better state of equilibrium. Optimum health comes from that holistic harmony that comes from a lack of resistance. So that's kind of the resist persist taken care of. Moving on to your next uh, question, which is about the safe place. Right. Well, I, I could just mention you're going to be working sometimes with, with the past. They might be right. memories that um, have concerned you, that were scary, that hurt you, that um, that you would rather not relive or ever think about again. And so to make it easier, I remind people that although the past may seem real, it's no not it's 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 really nothing more than your imagination right now because it's not happening anymore right so the only place you can actually access the past or future is via the mind and imagination and when you start to recognize that that my past and my future is is really happening in my mind i need to stop being scared of my own mind my own imagination and i have to recognize that it's not happening right now and what is happening right now is the present moment and so in that uh, chapter of the book i i guide people into ways of how to be much more present mm-hmm. uh, and so they can do the work from this safe place. It's a safe place because when you're fully present, there's, there's more space between you and the imagined uh, past or future. And you know ultimately that what you're, that even if it's a really upsetting past memory or something, it's mm-hmm. not happening anymore. Does it make right. sense? And right. so it was a really big deal. Um, for a lot of people, when they realize that the mind, sorry, the memories exist in the mind and imagination, and uh, by coming back to the present moment, you can start to immediately heal your relationship with your past, not take it so personally, uh, seriously, and stop it hurting you uh, at, at all. So, so it sounds like the real heart and core of this is really feeling safe enough to be present, truly present with where we are, with what's happening, with what's going on in the moment. Exactly. And, and, if, and if you can get to a place of being in the present moment, you realize that it is your safe haven, it's your safe place, that it, people think that, oh, no, I want to get away from now because my life's horrible. 
or whatever. Yes. But that's when I tell people, look, you've got to recognize the difference between your real life and your life circumstances. Okay, your real life uh-huh. and your imagined life uh-huh. is another way of putting it. Your real okay. life is what's happening right now. So right now, people are listening to this uh, broadcast. Right. Uh, that's their real life right now. The, listening right. to this word that I'm saying. Right. Their imagined life is everything else. Everything beyond this direct and immediate moment is actually their imagined life. And it, it's a massive uh, thing to consider. And but if people do recognize uh, that. There's a difference between their imagined life, their life circumstances, and what's actually happening right now. Then their relationship with life improves to a point where they can experience peace and contentment and confidence as they will go about changing any life circumstance. Wow. You know, that kind of reminds me of an incident that one of the practitioners who used to work at our center, Jackie, uh, told me about. It was um, a a winter day. She was driving in from Pennsylvania to New York City. I think we were doing a spoon bending workshop that evening. (laughs) And as you do, as as we do on occasion, we we just (laughs) moved into a new space. So I haven't done the workshop yet here in the new space, but I will be doing it in the future. But she was coming in to, to do this workshop with me. And she she hit ice and 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 hit a and a car hit her or something and she spun out and then ended up you know stopping on like the shoulder of the road and and this was one of the practices she was practicing about you know being in the present moment and so she was about to like freak out that her car was destroyed that she you know we we had this workshop with a lot of people supposed to be attending and not being able to make it in time and all this other stuff and she stopped and she said wait a minute what's going on in the present moment you know once she had stopped physically she was fine she got out checked the car on the outside the car looked a wreck she checked the engine it was fine she turned it over it turned on no problem she, she uh, um, someone came, uh, police or someone came by to look at her car. Structurally, mechanically, the car was perfectly fine. It was totally, all the damage was exterior. So, so it was purely cosmetic. And so in the present moment, sh- everything was fine. But, you know, she could feel her mind, you know, making up all these stories. And, oh, my God, about this and about that and everything happening. Mm-hmm. But in the present moment... In that moment when she was just sitting on the shoulder in her car, everything was fine. And, and that it kind of, uh, you know, it's a little bit of an extreme case, but that sounds like what you're trying to get people to understand is that our mind tends to make up and have all the imagination about all these other things that aren't actually happening in the present moment right here, right now in this very second. Absolutely. There's a great uh, story that I, I know we're on limited time but there's a great story about a psychiatrist who was retiring after a very successful life and he was being interviewed and the journalist asked him to share something that he discovered not from a textbook or a journal but from his own living experience of being so successful and he said that in his entire career not a single client had had a problem in his room in his room there was a comfortable chair there was a water there was pot plants there was a nice view um, they would come into his room and they would promptly leave the room, go into their mind and imagination and start talking about stuff that wasn't actually happening in the room mm. for the next hour and then leave. <laughs> and he said that <laughs> they were always safe and comfortable in his room, but they would leave that safe place. What I'm inviting people to do with, when they do this sort of work with mind detox or any therapeutic work, really, right. is to stay in the room. Stay, be where your body is. Make sure sure that you, if you do this work, you do it with an embodied and present moment awareness type way so that mm. it's much a more comfortable process for you to do. Because otherwise, you're going right. to identify in the past, identify in the stories, start feeling your thinking, and it can be really traumatic to do that sort of work. Yes. So I give people exercises and ways to stay in the room, be where the body is, and be in the safe place of the present moment. Right, right. And, and that's for some people, that's very, very difficult to do, especially when we've had a lot of trauma, whether it's physical trauma, emotional trauma as children, and just learning that in the present moment, we are safe um, is a huge step forward for many people. Yeah, beautifully put. Yeah. So, Sandy, I, I, I could talk with you for hours. I see we're kindred spirits. Um, unfortunately, we, we have to start wrapping things up. 
Um, why don't you let our audience know how they can get in touch with you? Where can they find the book? All that good stuff. Well, one of the best ways you can work with me is through my Calm Clan. I'm Scottish, so I have an online community called the Calm Clan, uh. and whereby I do weekly meditation gatherings, monthly master classes. We basically take a journey together to experiencing uh, this, uh, all the cosmology exercises and techniques and teachings. So if they head over to my website, check out thecalmclan.com. They can sign up, join immediately, and we, I'll be seeing you online soon. All right, great. And the website again is calmcool.me. Camco, C-A-L-M-C-O, camco.me. Ah, uh, uh, oops, let me correct it because <laughs> I put it on comcool. Com. <laughs> well, that's quite cool as well. I might buy that domain. But this is camco, camco, like like uh, like a company, you know, camco. Yeah, that me. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay. All right, Sandy. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to come on the show today. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope that uh, whenever you make it to New York City, you look me up and we can get together, have a, uh, a cup of something together. That sounds lovely. From your introduction, I'm, I'm sure we are kindred spirits and it'd be great to meet you one day. All right. Sounds great. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, uh, for joining us today, because without you, there is no show. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people coming on the, the, the video during the day. I see we're in the back end that we have uh, countries and, and cities around the world listening in. And if you like this interview, please don't keep it a secret. Um, share it with your friends um, and, and uh, share and help us to get this information out there. You never know who it might help. And stay tuned because right after the show, we have that new show on, on talkradio.nyc, uh, Voices of Courage with Ken Foster. So I hope you'll stay tuned uh, and listen to his show. And of course, come back and we will talk to you again next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 